sorry for all that you have done. Just reach to me, for I am the one. I am the Well, good morning and welcome to the Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. This is Pastor Donnie Schumate of the Bethel Baptist Church here in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. I want to thank you for taking time this morning to join with us for our Bible Devotion. Hope you're doing well today. We've been studying for some time now through the Gospel of John. And today we're looking again in verse number 31 of John chapter 19. We know that Jesus is now succumbed to death upon the cross of Calvary. And the Bible teaches us that he suffered as no man had ever suffered before. And he died for your sins and my sins and the sins of the entirety of the world. If you have a copy of God's word, I want to encourage you to open up your copy of the Bible and let's read together verse number 31 as we continue our study we've entitled a journey through john john 19 verse 31 the bible says the jews therefore because it was the preparation that the body should not remain upon the cross on the sabbath day for i want you to notice the parentheses for that sabbath day was an high day besought pilate that their legs might be broken and that they might be taken away. As we're looking here this morning, and, and I'm think, thinking about uh, what day it was when Jesus died. And I began to, to, to consider that. In fact, I, I wanted to avoid the subject altogether because it is a very controversial subject. A lot of people think that he died on Friday. In fact, we call that Friday before Easter Good Friday. When in fact, you cannot in any form or fashion gather three days and three nights from Friday to Sunday morning. It just is impossible and it cannot be done. So either there's an error in the word of God and Jesus misprophesied and told something that wasn't true when he said, uh, as Jonas was in the belly of the whale three days and three nights, so the Son of Man also would be uh, in the heart of the earth. And I'm paraphrasing that verse. But as we're looking here today, I want, to, I want, you, I want you to think with me. And, and there is some valid, really some very valid truth to consider in the Word of God. Uh, I believe that Jesus was either crucified on Wednesday or even perhaps Thursday. And today I want to give you the scenario of a Wednesday crucifixion. The 30th of uh, the 30, 30 AD uh, in Nisan 14 would be that day. Now we're going to look into this 
uh, in just a little bit further, and, and, and as we study this as well, uh, the word Nisan may not mean much to you and I, but to the Jews it meant quite a bit. Uh, we realize as reading the Word of God that Jesus was crucified, and six hours he hung up on the cross, and uh, those hours the world uh, was dark, and the sun didn't shine for three of those hours, and what a what a terrible, terrible time it was as the Son of God was dying for the sins of the world. And as we're looking here this morning, we must consider Matthew 27, verses 46 to 50. And I'm not going to read those for the sake of time, but these are Jesus' last words. And he, when he said, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? And, and then as he is preparing to die, and he says, uh, he, he, then he cried with a loud voice, and the Bible there says that he yielded up the ghost. And as we think about this, if it was Wednesday afternoon, and I want you to consider that with me, as we think about that, we must think back uh, to some evidence for this to be on a Wednesday. What does it mean? Well, and as I said, uh, the case for Wednesday crucifixion could be in 30 AD, Nisan 14, and that word Nisan is the day of the month. Now, it's called the first month. Nisan is, in the Jewish name, the first month. It is an ecclesiastical month, and it is called that because it is the month of redemption. The exodus from Egypt marked a change in the Hebrew calendar from that moment. Uh, according to Exodus chapter 12, verse 1 through 7, the Bible says, And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, This month shall be unto you the beginning of months. In other words, it'll be the first month. It shall be the first month of the year to you. So God is changing the Hebrew calendar at this time. Speak ye unto all the congregation of Israel, saying, that in the tenth day of this month they shall take to them every man a lamb, according to the uh, according to the house of their fathers, a lamb for a an house. And if the household be too little for the lamb, let him and his neighbor next unto his house take it according to the number of the souls. Every man according to his eating shall ye shall make your account for the lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish, a male of the first year. You shall take it out from the sheep or from the goats, and ye shall keep it until the 14th day of the same month. And the whole assembly, the congregation of Israel, shall kill it in the evening, and they shall take of the blood and strike it on the two side posts of, and on the upper doorpost of the houses wherein they shall eat it. Now, as we're looking at this, this is the first of seven annual Sabbaths. And again, I want to remind you of the parentheses in the, the Gospel of John, chapter 19 and verse 31, when John writes in, for that Sabbath day was an high day. These annual Sabbaths, what are they, Pastor? Well, the first one is the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, and that is the 14th day of Nisan, the Passover day, or the 15th day, rather. Uh, 
And then the seventh day of, uh, of unleavened bread would be uh, the seven days later. It would be a week celebration for the Passover. The third one that they would celebrate would be uh, the Feast of Pentecost. And then there's trumpets, there's atonement, there is the first day of tabernacles, there is the last great day, that seven annual Sabbaths that the Jews uh, celebrated according to the Word of God. These Sabbaths were not the normal end of the week Sabbaths, but they fall according to the calendar on any day of the week. Again, I cite you to look in your Bible in John chapter 19, verse 31, for that Sabbath day was an high day. So what it is, it's one of the annual Sabbath days. Now, this was the preparation day. The day Jesus died was the preparation day for the annual Sabbath that would begin at sunset. In Mark 15, verse 42, the Bible says, and now when the evening was come, because it was the preparation, that it that is the day before the Sabbath. And then in Luke 23, 54, and that day was the preparation, and the Sabbath drew on. In John's Gospel, chapter 19, verse 31, again, I remind us, in parentheses, John wrote, for that Sabbath day was an high day. Now, Jesus' body was placed in the tomb sometime just before sunset. If we read the scripture, Matthew 27, verse 57, down through verse 60, the Bible says when even was come, there came a rich man of, of, of Arimathea named Joseph, who also himself was a disciple. He went to Pilate and begged the body of Jesus. Then Pilate commanded the body to be delivered. And when Joseph had taken the body, he wrapped it in a clean linen cloth and laid it in his own new tomb, which he had hewn out in the rock. And he rolled a great stone to the door of, of the sepulcher and departed. Now that was on Wednesday. If we believe in the Wednesday crucifixion, on Thursday, some events took place. This was that high Sabbath day. It was the first day of the Passover. And this is also called the Feast of Unleavened Bread. In Leviticus chapter 23, verse 4 down through verse 8, it teaches us about the Passover and the feasts that are to be kept. In Leviticus 23, verse 4, these are the feasts of the Lord, even holy convocations which ye shall claim in their seasons. In the 14th day of the first month, at even is the Lord's Passover. And on the 15th day of the same month is the feast of the unleavened bread unto the Lord. Seven days ye must eat unleavened bread. In the first day ye shall have an holy convoca convocation. Ye shall do no servile work therein. But ye shall offer an offering made by fire unto the Lord seven days. And in the seventh day is a holy convocation. Ye shall do no servile work therein. Thursday is described as the day after the day of preparation. In Matthew 27, 62, it says, Now the next day that followed the day 
of the preparation, the chief priests and Pharisees came together unto Pilate. So what we can do, we can count Wednesday night and the daylight portion of Thursday as the first day and night that the body of Jesus was in the tomb. Now we come to Friday. The annual Sabbath has now passed. But on Saturday, that would have been the normal weekly Sabbath. Friday morning, the women got together and they went and bought. Then they prepared the spices for the anointing of the body of Jesus. This was all done before that weekly Sabbath or the Saturday, which would begin for them at Friday or at sunset. In Mark 16, verse number 11, the Bible says, And when the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of James and Salome had brought sweet spices that they may come and anoint him. Thursday night and the daylight portion of Friday was the second of the three days and three nights that Jesus' body was entombed. Luke 23, verse 54 says, And that was the preparation, and the Sabbath drew on. And the women also, which came with him from Galilee, followed after, and beheld the sepulcher, and how his body was laid. And they returned and prepared spices and ointments, and rested the Sabbath day according to the commandment. Now we have Saturday. The women rested on the weekly Sabbath day according to, to the commandment of God. In Exodus 20, 8 through 11, we could read that. Jesus rose near sunset exactly three days and three nights after being placed in the tomb. And then on Sunday morning, the women came to the tomb, bringing those spices that they had prepared on Friday. Very early in the morning, while it was dark, in Luke's Gospel 24, verse 1, Now upon the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they came unto the sepulcher, bringing the spices which they had prepared, and certain others with them. The first day of the week cometh Mary Magdalene early, while it was yet dark, unto the sepulcher, and seeth the stone taken away from the sepulcher. You see, Jesus had already risen. And in the Wednesday crucifixion, Jesus would not have risen on Sunday morning, but around sunset, right around sunset the day before. Three days, three nights in the tomb after he was placed in that tomb, just as he has said. Now, I want to say this. This is a very controversial subject. And whether you agree with that or not, or whether you argue with that or not, it, 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 that's between you and the Lord. Uh, no one knows for 100% sure. Was it Wednesday? Was it Thursday? I'm not sure because we don't have, there's evidence. There's some evidence for a, also for a Thursday uh, crucifixion. And again, let me say this. There's an impossibility for it to be Friday. So, you know, no matter what the mainline denominations may teach, Friday crucifixion, in my estimation, is it cannot, it cannot even reasonably in any form or fashion be right according to the scripture. We either believe the word of God or we believe the traditions of man. So Wednesday or Thursday, either one of those two scenarios would really work. It's according to what year it is as well. So there's a lot to look at. I just wanted to give you some ideas of as we study the word of God that it becomes real to us 
we believe the Bible over the traditions of men. And nothing wrong with the traditions of men as long as those traditions line up with God's Word. Well, may God bless you today. Thank you for taking time to tune in to this very quote-unquote controversial subject. On the day that Jesus died, I believe, likely could have been Wednesday. And then likely also there's a possibility it could have been Thursday. But I know one thing. He did die and he arose from the grave. Thank God he's a living Savior today. May the Lord bless you as our prayer. Lord willing, we'll be back again for another Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. Till then, Pastor Donnie, bidding you a great day. God bless. Child, I know you're sorry for all.